Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Wow, if people only saw how quickly you were able to move that phone with one hand. I know, I'm, I'm doing really because good. Because she's, she's multitasking and actually removing nail polish yeah. with the other hand. Yeah, that's right. Multitasking. You yes. know, very busy woman. Got to get it all done. That's right. Not enough time in the day. It's true. All right, let's start with uh, the Disney Parks blog. All right, our friends at the Disney Parks blog today have brought us another exciting episode of Disney Paper Parks, designed by Walt Disney World, by Walt Disney Imagineering. Um, this new one is a uh, do-it-yourself magic uh, with Mickey and Minnie in springtime outfits. Aww. It's very cute, uh, fashionable attire. You can either use a uh, print it in color or color them in, color the paper in with your, uh, you know, crayons, crayons or markers or whatever you have. And uh, they also, it also has an egg holder. Cute. So it's a little basket and egg holder and their spring outfits. Very cute. Okay. To me, the exciting news today is about Magic Mobile. They've launched on Apple devices now. Yeah, we mentioned this a week or two ago. Um, and this is Disney's effort to replace the Magic Bands. So you're going to be able to do a lot of the functionality on your smartphone. And beginning today... It, the Magic Mobile is now uh, available on your iPhone and Apple Watch. Very uh, cool. It will be coming soon to other smart devices. Um, but uh, you can create a customized digital pass um, and add it to the wallet app on the iPhone. This will allow you to uh, you know, have your park pass right in your wallet. Uh, there will be special designs all for annual pass holders and DVC members. And you can keep multiple passes on a single device. So if you have kids... Uh, you can keep all of your children's passes uh, on your phone and not have to have a separate phone for each person. Right. Uh, you can easily enter the parks. Uh, just hold your phone or Apple Watch near the access point. Uh, you can also use express mode where you do not need to wake or unlock your Apple device uh, in order to use the Magic Mobile Pass, okay. which is good, especially now because a lot of the phones have the facial oh, recognition. Such a and pain. with the mask, it doesn't work, so you have to punch it in. Yep. Um, and uh, that's pretty exciting. And then there are other app enhancements uh, as a part of this now. Um, not only can you automatically link, oh, you can automatically link your PhotoPass attractions and videos to your profile through your smartphone. Neat. Yeah. Uh, you can also unlock your door. That's a function that was already there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, eventually, well, we'll talk. We got another story when we talk about resorts, about some additional okay. functionality that will come. All right. But Let's, that's a big day. It rolled it, out. Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, I know it's kind of a bummer for people to lose the magic bands. Um, of course, they're not totally going away, but I think they will end up getting phased out. Uh, is they're cute though. I mean, people really like them, so I think people are going to try to hang on to them as long as they possibly can. But I think in the end, they'll be uh, squished out. By well, I, I think like anything, it's just something that Disney realized there was a collector's market for, so mm -hmm. now they have decided. You know, the, the reason they put out eight new, you know, versions of Magic Bands every month is because people will buy them. It just surprises me that they're going to go then to something, you know, that you can use on your Apple devices, which people are going to move towards. Right. Why, why even release that? Why not just let people have to buy the Magic Bands? Right. I don't know. They're making it so attractive to not have the Magic Bands. Yep. Uh, all right. And then in California, Orange County has moved into the orange tier, or they're going to move into the orange That's tier. Uh, well, by the time we, by the time this releases, 
because uh, it's going to be on March 31st. That's right. Both Orange County and Los Angeles County will be moving into the orange tier on March 31st. Uh, and this is good news for California. Um, with this move, theme parks will be able to operate at a 25% maximum capacity instead of 15%. Oh, that's good. So before so, they even opened, that's right. good. So that is pretty big. Um, restaurants and movie theaters can also Im- increase their capacity from 25% to 50%. And retail locations will have no capacity limit, whereas right now they're currently at a 50% limit. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. Ow. And... Uh, someone who was removing her nail polish has just managed to burn herself. No, I got it in my boo-boo. Oh. Ouch. Okay, moving on. Um, In Florida, Disney World employees are getting some time off to get the vaccine. Well, they're they're getting time off, but more importantly, they're offering a payment of four hours of pay for getting the vaccine. Oh, so it's not like they're giving them four hours to go get the vaccine? Correct. If they get the vaccine, they get four hours. Right. Hmm. So uh, there will be no um, no record of an attendance notation for cast members who miss part or all of their shift due to a vaccination appointment and provide advance notice of their appointment. So they're not being penalized for that. And then they are going to be offering four hours of pay. And this is according to local 362, uh, the union 362's uh, Facebook page. Hmm. I wonder how that plays in as far as... Sick time? Like, is that four hours of sick time? Because, you know, when you get that second right. shot, yeah, uh, I, we just had all our, the kids all had to be remote last, uh, on Monday, because the bus drivers all called out, because a bunch of them had their vaccines all at the same time, and it was the day after their second vaccine shot, right. and a bunch of them didn't feel well. Um, so I'm wondering if that, if they could still take off time, sick time for for that, or if this basically serves as their sick time. Maybe they don't get time. Uh, that I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not just, in local 360. I know. I know. I was just curious. Speaking out loud. That's all. Uh, thinking out loud. Of course, you always speak out loud. In the Magic Kingdom, a new there's some new nut and gluten-free snacks available. That's right. They have debuted three new bagged snacks as snacks with character. Um, and these snacks are all marked as being nut and gluten-free uh, for guests who have uh, allergies or food sensitivities. Um, because the confectionery is closed right now, you can pick these snacks up at the Main Street Cinema, which is the temporary uh, candy shop. They're also available across the street at the Emporium. Uh, and right now the snacks are white cheddar corn puffs, honey barbecue pop potato chips, and cinnamon swirl mini rice crisps. All right. And uh, that's, uh, that's exciting news for those in the allergy community. Yes. In Fantasyland, they're doing some painting of roofs and turrets. That's right. We know that the iridescent, iridescent turrets and roof on Cinderella's castle are being repainted back to their old blue color. Well, now some of the roofing uh, on some of the Fantasyland buildings is being uh, painted those same colors to match, specifically the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Um, you know, they painted their colors a year ago when they painted Cinderella's castle to match that new blue. Well, now they're being painted back to the darker blue. Okay. So, um, Still would like to know why that is or why that's happening. Maybe somebody just didn't like it. But you know what? They're going through a ton of paint in Walt Disney World. I know. Uh, The next painting update uh, is over at the Tangled restrooms. That's right. The Tangled Tangled Toilets (laughs) uh, are receiving uh, new paint uh, in that section as well. 
Uh, this is just one of the many buildings or areas that are being refreshed prior to the 50th anniversary. Um, and it has been noted that the mural, uh, which is on the tower building, um, actually, no, it's in the uh, restroom, restroom entrance, um, the ladies' restroom, the mural around that doorway there has been repainted and that, that mural actually extends down onto the ground. So okay. uh, it's a new fresh coat of paint. It's very vibrant. I don't think I ever really noticed it before. I have. Uh, well, I don't go into the ladies' room that no. often. Well, and, you had. Uh, you'd have seen it. Right? And, uh, yeah, so good for the tangled toilets. <laughs> Construction walls are up around Cool Ship. That's right. Cool Ship is the little uh, rocket ship in uh, Tomorrowland. Uh, is it, that over by – where is it near? Um, it is just outside of uh, that little corner where you came out of Stitch, but then you can go to uh, get the snacks, the Venus. Uh, what's yep. the store there? Yep. You know what I'm talking about, yep. where you can get the, the uh, Icy's. Yep. Um, yeah, that doesn't really give a good description to anyone else, <laughs> but Cheryl knows what I'm talking about. Yep. So the Cool Ship kiosk and the Cool Scanner. Uh, the Cool Scanner is the actual little rocket ship that looks like it's from Little Einsteins that shoots out the uh, cool mist. Uh, and the Cool Ship kiosk is where you can buy Coca-Cola products uh, and beverages. Um, the section has not been reopened since the parks reopened last year, uh, but they do have a small construction wall around it. Not sure if it's a pavement uh, issue or if they're going to Pavement be... or painting. Who knows? Right. It's, it's got to be something to be, you know, for the 50th anniversary. <laughs> okay. Uh, testing is continuing on the people mover. Now, this is something that we all hope is up and running in time for the 50th anniversary, which takes place in October. <laughs> uh, and that is the people mover, uh, which is scheduled to, uh, well, this is like the fourth time it's been rescheduled, but it is expected to be open on April 3rd. Um the entrance is still blocked off to guests, but the cars have been running and the ride audio has been being played. So oh. they're they're testing without guests. Okay. And it's not like, uh, you know, a week and a half ago when people were pushing the cars down the track. <laughs> the These cars are actually running on their own now. All right. So you feel more optimistic? I do. I oh. feel good about this. All this, right. This is the time. <laughs> this is it? This is it. We're at the final... Uh... Rounding the final corner? We are. Okay. Um, gold Leaf is being refreshed on the carousel. That's right. On Prince Charming Regal Carousel as part of the park's 50th anniversary mm -hmm. sprucing up. Yeah. Uh, they are replacing the Gold Leaf uh, surrounding the images from Disney's Cinderella. A lot of those are being replaced as well. Um, did you know that the Golden Carousel is the oldest attraction in the park? Oh, I did not. It is over 100 years old. Where did they bring it from? Uh, they brought it over from Michigan's Belle Isle Park. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, it's just uh, 100 years old. Wow, cool. Yeah. Um, the Storybook Circus Soak and Splash is being repainted. That's right. Uh, the Casey Jr. Splash and Soak Station oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, is being painted. Uh, so that is uh, that is happening over there. Um, they've repainted the clown car, uh, but uh, they have not yet done the older cars across from that. So if you're going to be in that area, um, you know, look for some painting to be done. Um, 
Yeah, you know, it's it's tough to paint anything in Florida because, you know, the sun just automatically fades everything. Yeah, it all gets washed out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, vehicle markers have been added to the loading area of Journey into Imagination. We've apparently moved into Epcot here now. Yes, we have. Uh, this is just part of social distancing. They've actually, uh, you know, made it pretty much idiot proof. Yeah. Uh, they put these Here's gigantic gigantic uh, do not walk here signs, the cross hatching, and then they have uh, a square in the middle of that that says car three, car two, car one. Um, so they uh, they have done that. Uh, while they are social distancing in the loading area, uh, you know, they are no longer putting in um, empty rows between cars, mm -hmm. but they will not seat two separate parties in one car. Okay. So if there's six rows in the ride and there are three families each taking up taking up two rows they will fill those okay but they will not put two parties of four in rows behind each other okay yeah uh and then we have more construction walls going up under spaceship earth oh i wonder what those could be for it's more pavement work mm -hmm. right for the uh oh, what's it called fiber optics thank you for my fiber optics yes you're lying. It's I'm, not for I'm, fiber I'm optics. Lying. No, it's not for fiber optics. Why do you have your phone out? Are you gonna like play an end an end sound? No, I'm I'm trying to do two things at once, like you are, because someone's not focused on her stories. I'm focused. I just couldn't remember the word fiber optic. All right. Okay. Um, and then the Navi River Journey queue has been rerouted for some ground painting. That's right. More oh, paint. There's a lot of painting. More paint. Sherwin Williams must be loving the yeah, Disney right? company right now. Um, they are repainting the ground in Pandora, uh, and the walkway across the bridge that leads into Pandora is being repainted. Uh, and they are also repainting some of the bioluminescent uh, paint as well. Repainting that? Replacing that? The bioluminescent paint. Okay. Um, so they've got cast members directing guests through the new rerouted queue. Okay. That whole area is just kind of a kerfluffle when you go through the bridge. Yeah. With the line for Navi River. Yeah, everything's all over the place. Very big, yeah. Uh, all right, and then the Harambe market is going to be reducing its hours. Is that because their food is so crappy? They don't need to sell any more of it? No. Um, the story with the Harambe market is that uh, they will be now closed on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays, and they will be available to guests on Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays and Sundays from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m., so very reduced hours. Yeah, it can't be that popular. The stuff is never very good. I've enjoyed it. I do not like it. Okay. Uh, Cali River Rapids um, was under refurb. It wasn't supposed to be done yet, but it is. That's right. The refurb was started on February 19th, and it was supposed to extend through April 2nd. Uh, however, it was opened on March 29th. Okay, so good. So a few days early. Yeah, what the heck. And from some of the heat they've been having down there, it sounds like Has it, it been uh, warm? is pretty welcome. It, they've had some hot days. Okay. Uh, and the we're going back to the Magic Mobile system. Um so they just are rolling it out, but they're also going to be updating it soon to allow charging. That's right. So right now uh, you can use Magic Mobile and the My Disney Experience app to enter the parks, connect PhotoPass images, and get access to Rise of the Resistance. What you're soon going to be able to do is to charge with it. So just like your Magic Bands, right. you're going to be able to charge merchandise, food, and other services and have it added directly onto your hotel folio. Okay. And... Uh, Folio is just a classy word for bill. Right. Uh, all right. Let's move to cruise line news. We have a little today? Yes, we do. 
Um, if you've been to Port Canaveral, you know that the Disney Cruise Terminal, uh, Cruise Terminal 8, for those of you keeping score at home, is um, you know one of Disney's facilities uh, that they utilize for their cruise line to, to, for guests to enter and load and go through the boarding process. Well, uh, during the whole COVID pandemic, uh, they've managed to uh, do a lot of work on the building with some refurbishments and some construction, uh, some of it in anticipation for the new ship, the mm-hmm. Disney Wish that's going to be coming out. Some of it just needed maintenance. Right. Uh, and during this time, they were going to uh, be using a non-Disney terminal, which is Cruise Terminal 10, mm-hmm. uh, to house guests. Well, because of the pandemic, they haven't had to do that. And now the uh, Disney Cruise Terminal is going to be, I'm going to say reopen, but there's no cruises. But it's going to have its certificate of occupancy as of April 6th. Okay, so good. They, they managed to do this without having to move people down to Cruise Terminal 10. Right. They took advantage of the situation. Better, Best to make the best of it, right? Right. Now, Cruise Terminal 10 is available to Disney because there might be a, a periods uh, where Disney has two ships in port. Right. In which case they need a second port. So the agreement is to allow them to use Cruise Terminal 10, although it is not themed as a Disney Cruise Terminal. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, neither is Miami. Right. There's a lot of places. Or New York. Right. There's Galveston. There's a lot of places they cruise out of that aren't themed. So they have extended the passenger arrival area, and that area is now an indoor air-conditioned area uh, with a special ceiling that will help dampen noise, uh, which will allow cast members to communicate with arriving guests. Okay. So it sounds like that's the luggage drop-off area. Well, that would be good. Um, That project uh, was a $30 million project. Wow. Yeah, and that is, uh, like I said, they're getting their certificate of occupancy um, on April 6th. They have done the HVAC. They re-striped and resealed the, the, the access road. Um, but the other big part of the news, is, and that was the land side component of it. Okay. There is also a water side component, um, actually components. Uh, they put in, uh, the new ship is going to be using liquefied natural gas. Right. So they had to put in a liquefied Tanks natural gas line in okay. order to fuel the ship. Okay. Um, they also did some work on uh, filling in gaps in the pier, as well as some new moorings. Uh, but I think the exciting thing is that they have added mm-hmm. a new boarding bridge. So the gangway mm-hmm. that we've all walked up to get onto the Disney Cruise Line, uh, it is a new $2.8 million boarding bridge. Um, and this one uh, comes from Spain. Well, it must be good. No, of course. Uh, This is a new jetway-style bridge, just like the old one, but this one has self-leveling features that uses laser sensors to to reposition reposition the bridge to the ship, and it adjusts for the rise and fall of the ships due to tides and other movements. Oh, amazing. The old jetway had that, but it was a manual process. Oh. So... Um, so this is going to be, uh, new, it's fancy, it's all glass and, uh, it's pretty sweet. Uh, they were able to sell the old boarding bridge to the port of Palm beach for $105,000. I sh- I would have bought it. I would have bought it. If it was 104, I'd have been all Yeah. Over. Why not? We could like use it to like board our house. Right. Would have been great. So they did avoid, like I said, a five month shutdown. Uh, yeah. with, the, with the COVID uh, crisis. Yep, got to take advantage of the situation. Yep. All right, let's go into entertainment news. Um, Disney has launched a new animation department. They have. They put together a new animation wing, um, and it is called 20th Television Animation. Um, it is uh, 
essentially the group that used to do 20th Century Fox animation. Right. Okay. So 20th Television Animation will be the unit that um, produces and develops animated series, uh, including shows like The Simpsons and The Family Guy. All right. Um, it also moves other legacy, legacy shows like American Dad and Bob's Burgers um, to this new unit. So uh, I guess this is good news. Yeah, I mean, good for them, right? Right. Makes them more part of the family, I feel like. Yep. All right. Um, and then Russell Crowe has joined the cast of Thor Love and Thunder. Yep. Apparently this was supposed to be a cameo, uh, a surprise cameo, but it has been confirmed that Russell Crowe will be in the new movie Thor Love and Thunder. Um, he does live in Australia, which is where the movie is being filmed. Uh, there's no information about his role. Um but uh, he does join returning stars Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman. Uh, Matt Damon will also be reprising his cameo from Thor Ragnarok. What was he in? Uh, he played in the play that Loki had of Thor. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Loki was the hero. Yep. Um, and Christian Bale will be playing the film's main villain. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't talk like this all the time. Not, I liked his be... Batman, but that was the most annoying aspect that of great. that film. <laughs> I'm going to get you, Thor. <laughs> All right. Uh, the trailer for The Bad Batch was released. This is for Disney+. Plus. That's right. I know you're excited about the new Star Wars animated series called The Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. Which follows Clone Force 99 mm-hmm. after the Clone That's Wars. That's my favorite Clone Force. I know. Um, and uh, this is the trailer dropped today. It's already on our page. And this will premiere on May 4th. And what is May 4th? Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day. Exactly. I've got this. You do. I'm on top of it. All right. Um, the there, We have a production update on Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. That's right. Obi-Wan Kenobi starring uh, Ewan McGregor as the uh, Jedi Master will begin shooting in April. Good. Uh, this story is going to be 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, which is where... Um, uh, you know, Ben Kenobi fought Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker uh, became Darth Vader after this. Uh, they did release the cast list. Uh, so we know that Ewan McGregor is in it. Hayden Christensen will be back as Darth Vader. Uh, Joel Edgerton, who played uh, Uncle Owen, and Bonnie uh, Peace, who played Aunt Beru. They're the uh, couple that raises Luke mm-hmm. on the planet of Tatooine. Yep. Um, and uh, a bunch of other people that no one's really heard of uh, will be in this. <laughs> Uh, but production does begin in uh, April. Uh, the show is being produced by Kathleen Kennedy, Deborah Chow, and Ewan McGregor. Uh, the director is going to be uh, Deborah Chow, who did two episodes of The Mandalorian. Okay. So she's used to working with John Favreau and the Star Wars crew. So very much looking forward to this. I assume this is going to debut at some point in 2022. All right. Tell me, Tony, what's coming to Disney Plus in May? All right, so we've got some new stuff coming in May. Uh, we all know that the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will end in April, so we've got to have something big coming in May, and that is The Bad Batch, which we've already discussed. We'll have a special premiere on May 4th, because that's a Tuesday. And when do most Disney Plus shows premiere? On, on Fridays. <laughs> on Fridays. Okay. But because it's Star Wars Day. Oh, I see. We have to have the new okay. Star Wars show yep. debut then. Um, also coming in the month of May, uh, the finale of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Um, the premiere episode for High School Musical, the musical, the series season two. Oh boy. Um, uh, some more episodes of Big Shots, uh, Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast, 
Uh, on Friday, May 28th, we get the premiere access debut of Cruella. Oh. So, uh, you know, not a lot of really big new shows, just the continuation of Mighty Ducks and Big Shots. But I think the big news there is The Bad Batch and Cruella, which will be getting a simultaneous release uh, on the big screen and on Disney+. Plus. When do we get to see uh, Cruella? Cruella is May 28th. Okay. All righty. That is uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yes. All right. What's going on? So let's move on to Universal Studios. You have an update for Hollywood. That's right. Universal Hollywood, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood will be reopening to California residents only on April 16th. Uh, they've been closed for over a year. And beginning on April 8th, park tickets will be available online only. Okay. So you cannot buy them at the gate. Um, annual pass holders, they will have a preview day uh, on April 15th. Uh, and additional bonus days can be reserved starting April 5th. So if you're an annual ticket holder, uh, annual pass holder for Universal, uh, you I guess you can get in earlier. Um, they will debut with a new ride called The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash. Oh, boy. Um, which was not ready. Uh, they were supposed to be released la- opened last year, but obviously did not make it due to the pandemic. And they will have a new finale on Jurassic World The Ride, um, when it debuts, this uh, attraction did not have the original ending, which is an Indominus Rex at the end of the ride. And uh, that ride opened in 2019. They had issues with it. It wasn't ready. Now it will be ready when the park reopens on April 16th. Very cool. Yes. And then our last story is about Universal Orlando. That's right. Universal Orlando will be raising their prime parking rate from $40 to $50. Woo! You got to really want to park somewhere good. It is. Uh, Their standard parking is $26. Their prime parking will now go to $50. Um, Prime parking is just closer to the entrances, um, but it's still all in the parking garage. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of money to park. But if you go after 6 p.m., parking's free. Oh, all right. So that's the deal. Okay. you have any uh, final words? I do not. Excellent. Good luck with getting that nail pal- polish off. It's off. It came off awesome. quite nicely. Thank you. <laughs> Until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>